everybody, and welcome to the ninth edition of the 1853 podcast of Monmouth College. I'm Dwayne Bonifer, the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing, and this is the 1853 podcast, a weekly program in which we tell you about the people, events, programs, and history that make Monmouth an outstanding national liberal arts college. And we try to get it done in about 18 minutes and 53 seconds. In this ninth edition of the 1853 podcast, we'll preview Mama's 92nd homecoming weekend. It'll be November 3 through November 5, and we'll preview it with Associate Director of Alumni Relations, Katie Shipp. Mama's swim teams recently started their 2017-18 seasons, and swim coach Tom Burek will give us an outlook. We'll also visit with 1998 Monmouth alumna, Dr. Jennifer Cameron. She was on campus on October 17 to give the annual Donald B. McMullen Lecture in Biology. We caught up with Jennifer after her lecture, and she's going to let us know what she's been doing in the area of cancer research. This is the Monmouth College 1853 podcast, and I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Before we visit with this week's guest, I want to tell you about a few events coming up here at Monmouth College. A reminder that the paintings of Philadelphia artist Al Gurry are currently on display in the Lynn G. Everett Galleries of Hughes Library. Titled Painting the Poetry of Observation, the exhibit will be on display through Saturday, November 4. A reception for Al Gurry will be held from 2 o'clock until 4 o'clock in the afternoon this Saturday, October 28, and the artist will give a gallery talk at 3 in the afternoon. The exhibit, the reception, and the talk are all free and open to the public. A big thanks again to art professor Brian Baugh for coordinating this great exhibit. There's more information about the exhibit in the news section of the Monmouth College website, which of course is at monmouthcollege.edu news. Also this Saturday, it will be your final chance to see the 2017 edition of the Monmouth College volleyball team play on campus. Saturday is senior day for the Fighting Scots, and they play Grinnell College at 1 o'clock Saturday in Glenny Gymnasium. Hope to see you at the match. And before we get into homecoming activities next week, we'll have the debut on Thursday, November 2, of a new endowed lecture at Monmouth, the Sinkowitz Lecture on Roman Archaeology. Of course, that's named in honor of Monmouth's own classics professor, Tom Sinkowitz. The title of the first Sinkowitz Lecture on Roman Archaeology will be The Decline and Falls of the Roman Material Economy, or How to Trash Talk Rome. It will be given by Victor M. Martinez. He's a lecturer in art history at Arkansas State University. The lecture will take place at 7.30 in the evening on Thursday, November 2, in Dahl Chapel and Auditorium. Finally, it's not too early to get tickets for the next production by Mama's Outstanding Theater Department. Saving Toyland is based on the early 20th century operetta, Babes in Toyland by Victor Herbert and Glenn McDonough. Saving Toyland is written and directed by Mama's own theater professor, Ron Zank. It will be performed November 16 through November 19 at the Wells Theater right here on campus. For more information and to purchase tickets, check out the Monmouth Theater Department's website, which is monmouthcollege.edu slash theater. It's been more than 40 years since Mama's homecoming weekend collided with the famous Turkey Bowl. In fact, it's been since 1972 when both events were held on the same weekend. 
Monmouth's 92nd homecoming weekend will be held this November 3rd through the 5th, and the 129th edition of the Monmouth-Knox College football game will be played on Saturday, November 4th. Kickoff for the sixth oldest college football rivalry in the country will be at 2 o'clock at April Zorn Memorial Stadium. The homecoming schedule is available on the Monmouth College website at monmouthcollege.edu homecoming. Associate Director of Alumni Relations and 2013 Monmouth graduate Katie Shipp has been involved with 11 Monmouth homecomings, either as a student or an alumni. And she says that the combination of homecoming weekend and the Turkey Bowl, plus a great schedule of events, should make for a pretty exciting weekend. I think that this is probably going to be one of the best homecomings I've ever been involved in. We definitely have record attendance, um, and we're just really excited to... um, be playing Knox and to see the energy that that's going to bring to campus this this homecoming weekend. We've also just spent the past few years, you know, really increasing advertising to alumni, and um, I think that the that we've got a phenomenal schedule going on throughout the weekend, and folks just really want to come back and see see their friends and see this beautiful place again. So I think it's going to be. Um, I think there's a lot of reasons, but I think we're going to continue to see homecoming attendance going up. This year's homecoming weekend will also include three awards. Award ceremonies, the Alumni Impact Awards, M Club Hall of Fame, and the Greek Hall of Fame. At homecoming, it's always great to um, see our award winners inducted. We've got three award ceremonies that happen over the weekend. First one's on Friday night um, to honor all of our alumni award achievement winners. Um, We have the Sports Hall of Fame on Saturday morning, uh, M Club, three great athletes being inducted into there. And then um, immediately following that at 9.30, we've got our Greek Hall of Fame um, induction ceremony, which this is uh, only the third year for, and they really honored some excellent folks who have given back to the Greek community. And of course, class reunions will be a big part of homecoming weekend. At this year's homecoming, nine class reunions will be celebrated. So we've got our 40-year reunion um, and reunions on every five years up to the graduating class of 2017 is doing a reunion. So I think it's going to be really fun. We're seeing really high numbers that are coming to those reunion celebrations that are taking place throughout Saturday and Saturday evening. So I think that those those classes are going to be impressed to see how many of their friends are coming back for homecoming and the folks that they're going to see. At the heart of Monmouth is the strong relationships that are forged between students and their faculty, many of whom become students' lifelong mentors. Katie says that a faculty alumni mixer, which will be held right after the conclusion of the homecoming parade, should be a big hit as well this year. We're going to do a fun chili bar and um, serve some of our local de novo beer and um, some wine at that. So that's going to be just a fun morning mixer with faculty and all your alumni friends. For homecoming, you know, people want to see their their old faculty members. People want to see, um, you know, the people that they had classes with and the the people that made this experience for them. So people are excited to come back and still see those um, those friendships and those mentorships flourishing. Monmouth alumni will also be encouraged to celebrate in the town of Monmouth. On Saturday night, alumni are invited to take a tour of Monmouth by visiting five of the city's more popular evening establishments. And on lunch during Saturday, November 4, Katie says she hopes alumni will dine at one of the city's local restaurants. 
And with kickoff of the Turkey Bowl moved back until 2 o'clock in the afternoon, there will be plenty of time to enjoy a long lunch. One of the things this year, um, folks have noticed that there is no lunch on campus. And one of the reasons that we didn't do a lunch on campus is because there's so many great local restaurants that have opened up in town and we're really wanting them to... Um, we're really wanting folks to go out and support our community because that's, um, you know, the college and the community are one. If one fails, the other's going to fail. So we're really wanting folks to go out and see what's new in Monmouth. Um, we've got a great list at registration of local restaurants that are going to be um, open that day and that they can go out and try some of our local cuisine. Katie says that alumni involvement with Monmouth has increased a great deal over the last few years. A lot of alumni are expected to return to campus over homecoming weekend because they are curious to see how much the campus has changed over the last decade. Engagement is really on its way up and um, you know we've been really pushing homecoming at our alumni events and asking folks to come back to campus. Campus has changed so much you know you have some folks that are coming back that haven't been back in 40 years, in 20 years, or even in five years if you haven't been back. Campus has changed so much just with the opening of Center for Science and Business, the building of houses. Things have just changed and um, I think folks just really want to get back and see all the exciting things that are going on at Monmouth. That's Associate Director of Alumni Relations in 2013 Monmouth graduate Katie Ship. She's in charge of the college's 92nd homecoming weekend. It will be November 3rd through November 5th and Katie's put together a great weekend. You can check out the full schedule on the Monmouth College website at monmouthcollege.edu homecoming. You're listening to the Monmouth College 1853 podcast, and I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. The 2017-18 seasons for the Monmouth men's and women's swim teams got underway last weekend at Pepper Natatorium in the Huff Athletic Center with a home meet against Knox and North Central Colleges. As the story on the Monmouth Athletic site, monmouthscots.com, said, if the season's first meet was any indication, the Fighting Scots will be a program to watch in 2017-18. The squad set two records, three personal best, and three more honor roll times in that season opening meet. And freshman Preston Bochi of Lakewood, Washington, made the biggest splash. He earned the season's first Midwestern Conference Performer of the Week honor for winning three of his races while turning in one school record in two honor roll times. Preston set the Scots record in the 50-yard backstroke with a time of 25.44 seconds. Mama swim coach Tom Burek says the first meet was a good indication of where his team stands as it begins its five-month season. It's early in our season. It was nice to get that first meet in. We talked about it a lot. We discussed that it was our starting point, our benchmark to we were looking more to find out if what we're working on in practice is transitioning into the pool. You know, we weren't concerned about times as much as are we doing things right. Tom says he likes his team's chemistry, which he spent a lot of time shaping. Our chemistry is fantastic. We've spent a lot of time in the classroom as soon as season's starting talking about us and talking about, I think it's important to talk about expectations. They know what's expected from me, from our program, from themselves. And I think with those expectations in place, we've had a good level of chemistry. 
they they do well with one another in practice they know that level of friendly fire to get each other going and and they know when each other need that encouragement to move forward this year's swim roster includes four freshmen and Tom, who's in his fifth season as Monmouth coach, says his program does a lot to help freshmen adjust to swimming at the collegiate level. We, we spent immediately, we meet with freshmen and uh, on the second day of school, and we talk to them with two sophomores, a male and a female from last year's team, about the do's and the don'ts, the here's what you brought you probably don't even need, here's what you need you didn't bring, here's how to be organized, here's our, our, are you a dry race person or are you a scheduler, and those underclassmen, the sophomores, kind of walk them through what they just learned a year earlier. And I, and I think we do a couple events in September. They do them on their own, but they get to know one another and meet one another. I think it's very important that first two or three weeks for a freshman, they're going to succeed or fail, and they're going to find that out. And we try to provide the atmosphere, the environment, and the tools for them to succeed. Tom says that team-building exercises early in this season or an important part of being successful later in the season. I think the big thing for us is, which I've really appreciated out of the team this year, is we've done a lot of team building exercises. And I think them knowing their expectations, we've talked a lot about that. I'm real big on, I want them to know exactly what's expected. So when we get to that point in a season, they're not surprised. Well, I didn't know that, Coach. They know that. They, I put things in. Everything's in writing. They can refer back to it. They know expectations and attendance all the way from expectations and what we're going to do in a stroke or what we're going to do in a drill. I often kid with them about if Coach Goddard were upstairs looking through the window and we're doing a drill and he asked them, what was that thing you were doing in practice? Can you explain it to them? That's important to me that I explain to them so they can walk off this pool deck and tell someone else, here's what we're doing, you saw, and here's exactly why we did it. That's Mama Swim Coach Tom Burek. You can follow Mama Swimming on Twitter at Scott Swim Dive. You can follow all of Mama College Athletics on Twitter at MC Fighting Scots. And to keep up with all things Fighting Scots related, check in early and often to the Mama College Athletics website. And of course, that address is monmouthscotch.com. This is also the time in the podcast when we remind you of the multitude of ways in which you can follow Monmouth College throughout the social media spectrum. The college's main Facebook page is facebook.com slash monmouthcollege. The college's main Twitter account is at Monmouth, and the college is on Instagram at Monmouth College. If you're on Snapchat, be sure to follow Monmouth College there on Snapchat, and that's This Is Monmouth. Also, don't forget to check out Monmouth on Spotify. Social and digital media manager Emily Renwick has assembled some pretty good playlists for your audio enjoyment. You're listening to the Monmouth College 1853 podcast, and I'm your host, Dwayne Bonifer, in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Dr. Jennifer Cameron has led a very interesting career since she graduated from Monmouth in 1998 with a biology degree. Jennifer earned a master's degree and then a doctorate in microbiology, immunology, and parasitiology at Louisiana State University Health Sciences Center. She completed postdoctorate work with a Harvard University professor, and she spent six years working for a Tulane University professor back in the Big Easy before venturing down her own research path at LSU, where she studies cancer. 
Jennifer is now a research professor at LSU Health Sciences Center in New Orleans, where she's involved with cancer research. She also teaches dental and medical students as well as graduate students in public health. Jennifer was back on campus on October 17 to give the annual Donald B. McMullen Lecture in Biology. After giving an outstanding lecture, I caught up with her to discuss her work in the fight against cancer. Jennifer says she became involved in cancer research through her interest in biology. So I was interested in microbiology. I loved the concept that viruses that are something that we can't even see could actually wreak havoc on our bodies the way that they do, and it, that just fascinated me. And when I came to LSU and joined the microbiology department there, I had to choose a lab to do my graduate work in, and it just happened that one of the labs that was in the virology section was the human papillomavirus lab. And so that's kind of how I got into the tumor virus realm, just by finding the lab that was working on a virus that causes cancers. In the fight against cancer, Jennifer says that early detection is the key. Early detection is our best um, opportunity for intervening with cancers. Um, we know that if we can detect a cancer early enough, then we can remove it with surgery, and it's um, not likely to have metastasized at an early stage, and so that we can actually affect a cure. And if we can get to the point where we can diagnose all cancers at an early enough stage, then we don't ever have to get to the point where we need expensive and elaborate chemotherapies in order to treat. And Jennifer says that lifestyle choices are equally as important. I would love for people to know that they have the opportunity to improve their own health just by changing their lifestyle, by getting their cancer screenings on the recommended schedules, and um, by taking their own health into their own hands that they can actually help them to prevent their own outcome. Jennifer says the education she received at Monmouth was excellent preparation for a career in cancer research, even as she didn't realize it at the time. Um, I have been telling all of the students that I've met with here that when I was starting my senior year at Monmouth, I started thinking about, well, I'm graduating at the end of this year with a biology degree, and I have no idea what I'm going to do with it. The only thing I knew was that I didn't want to teach, which is ironically now what I do. But I knew that I loved the um, process of scientific discovery, and I knew that I loved to continue to learn and um, sort of be a, a student for life. And so I thought, well, maybe I should continue in a research career because that's basically what that is. And so I applied to graduate schools and ended up at LSU Health Sciences Center. When it comes to preparing for a career in cancer research, Jennifer points out that a great path to take is to study at a residential liberal arts college such as Monmouth. In fact, Jennifer recently hired two liberal arts college graduates to join her research team at LSU. So I recently had to hire a technician for my lab and I had 150 applications and the two that rose to the top were both from liberal arts schools from the, the um, Midwest and the sort of, well, South Carolina area. And <laughs> I um, interviewed both of those candidates and ended up hiring both of them into our research team. And they've been fantastic. They are 
um, forward thinking, they are self-motivated, they are really excited about the work that they're doing, they regularly go to the literature and go to Google and PubMed and all these places to dig up new information and educate themselves and um, it's really, really exciting and very useful for my research program to have them sort of thinking outside the box and trying to problem solve and we just don't see students coming out of big state schools that have those skill sets. So the, it's really a, a product of a liberal arts education and, and I can appreciate that having come from a liberal arts school myself. So That's 1998 Monmouth graduate Dr. Jennifer Cameron. Jennifer gave the annual Donald B. McMullen Lecture in Biology on October 17. You can read more about Jennifer in the news section of the Monmouth College website, monmouthcollege.edu slash news. Looking ahead to next week's 1853 podcast, we'll hear from Madeline Neal. She's the president of Mama's Alpha chapter of Kappa Kappa Gamma. The Kappas recently moved into a new house, and they also celebrated their fraternity's birth on the Mammoth campus. We'll also chat with the recent finalists who competed in the moot court competition, and we'll swing by the Huff Athletic Center to check out what's going on in Mammoth College Athletics. That's going to be a 30 for this ninth edition of Monmouth College's 1853 podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this program. Tell us what you think by firing off an email to us at news at monmouthcollege.edu. Be sure to put podcast in the subject line. Until our next edition, this is Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Thanks so much for listening. So long, everybody, and have a nice day.